So when did you first become passionate about technology? I became passionate about technology in elementary school, teaching us, you know, open Apple C, open Apple V, open Apple D, and all this drawing on the computer. Just simple things like that. When I was a kid, my first computer was a Texas Instruments. It was a TI-99 is what it was called. And I'd actually put the tape in the tape player and press play and listen to the squeaks and squawks of all the code that has actually been recorded onto the tape. That's like the ultimate geekdom, <laughs> is rocking out to code instead of like Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a geek? I'm a, I want to be geek. And the OG geeks are like, he ain't real, get him up out of here, right? The gangster geeks, no. those dudes are like, but I love technology. I'm passionate about it. It helps me amplify myself, you know, amplify my thoughts and share them across the planet. By that, I'm a geek. I dream about uh, me collaborating with code writers because I can't write code. I wish I did. How come people don't put chips in the house? If it's mandatory to put a toilet in the house, don't right. you think you should put a chip in the house? That's a dumb house if you don't have it. So as a part of the work that I'm doing, sort of this idea, this, this tomorrow project of sort of thinking about what's the future that we want. And I think that people should be an active participant in their futures. Do futurists build a future or do they imagine it? The type of futurism that I do is first I imagine it and then document it. So I'm a futurist. I think you're a futurist. I do think you're a futurist. And that's the thing because if we can imagine it and fix it and talk about it and write it down, then you can go to the code writers and the architects and the engineers and say, this is what we want to build. Yeah. It's a bit scary. Why's that? Because at the same time we're the speeding up technology, we're slowing down humanity. There's no investment in education. Someone is going to have to think how to redefine education and mental stimulation. What are you? Are you a consumer? You just going to buy stuff? You just came here to buy? What's your contribution while you're here? You're beginning to architect humanity or social awareness into the technologies. It's going to get to the point where the human mind just can't think what else it needs. No matter how advanced computing becomes mm -hmm. and what it creates for itself poof, is beyond us. So you're a fan of science and you're a fan of good science fiction. Yeah. And then there's just straight up fantasy. Fantasy films like Harry Potter when I think that's science fiction. Spells are apps. Right? Spells yeah. are apps. <laughs> so when you look at Harry Potter's little wand no one ever thinks, what's the operating system around that? How is that happening? What, what did that technology enable? Right. With an Intel chip inside of the wood. And there's a whole slew of programmers. And every year they get up and go to CES, the WAND conference. Right. And a whole bunch of new companies. WANDCOM. Right, WANDCOM. <laughs> so in theory, I have a relationship with my technology. And as we're preparing for a... a you know, a balanced future where the people that are using technology can't compete with technology because movies have told us that Terminators and all this stuff that we're supposed to fear it. That, that isn't the case. No. Right? That's just one, one version. All right. Listen, Will, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I enjoyed it. Awesome, man. Thanks a lot. Right. Thanks. Thanks.